Hi, this is Adel Kozulski with another podcast of The Infinite Loop, a place for conversation, inspiration, and connection. And a big thank you for all your tremendous feedback. If you are enjoying these podcasts, please rate them on your platform. And hey, don't be shy, even share a review. One of the things I've started learning to appreciate as I've gotten older is the magnificence and greatness of individuality. It's actually quite an oxymoron though if you think about it. Because as one grows up and becomes aware of societal and peer pressure, the tendency is to generally buckle to these forces and try to become whatever society dictates to be cool and the in thing at the time. What society does deem cool actually becomes overpowering most times. And we will tend to go to the end of the world to conform in order to gain acceptance in our social circle. So we will dress a certain way, cut our hair a certain way, drive a certain car and go to places that are only sanctioned by our peers. And then of course, we have the media and the marketing Mongols who reign over us like some godlike deity, driving us sometimes to insanity in order that we, beget, that we get accepted and that we blend in. So much so that we eventually deny ourselves the space to appreciate that in fact, we aren't all the same and that each and every one of us has been created by God with very individual talents and abilities. Let's face it, we don't look the same, feel the same, or even think the same. In fact, there's nothing the same about any of us. On a fundamental level, our genome is unique. We carry our own unique set of chromosomes, that then define who we are, that in turn affects how our body and mind manifest itself, and then by extension, the diet we consume should be uniquely ours, and then so too should the exercise we do. So hey, I give you permission, throw out the latest diet that everyone's on, or the latest and greatest exercise regime that's been advertised. In fact, you can also throw out that shirt that you really don't like, or those shoes that are way too uncomfortable. Why or oh why do we expend so much time trying to erase our uniqueness? Why are we so fickle about it? I think it's because we're not taught in our formative years that we are just that, individuals, singular human beings with unique gifts to bring to the world. Our uniqueness wasn't taught, not celebrated, maybe not encouraged or admired. Rather, we were pushed just to be like everyone else and follow trends that honestly, if you think about it, are mostly mindless. But there's a flip side to that coin too. On the other hand, as Tevye would say in Fiddler on the Roof, if you drill it down, <laughs> we're actually all the same. Because didn't COVID-19 teach us that well? 
It didn't matter what race, gender or creed we were, rich, poor or otherwise, educated or ignorant. The playing field has been leveled. COVID didn't pick a person because of the car they drove or the job they had. It cared less about it all and it simply has swept the world unremittingly. So, what's the answer then, you may ask? Are we individuals or are we the same? Well, actually it's quite simple. We're both and we must live with that paradox. As our sages teach us, one should walk around in one pocket with the words Bishvili Nivra Ha'olam. For me, the world, the whole world was created. And in the other pocket, you carry the words Ani Afar Ve'efer, I am but dust and ashes. And these two viewpoints can live together with one proviso. And that is that we live from the inside out, meaning start from the inside. Recognize we are somebody. I'm a divine imprint and I was created because I have a gift to give this world and I have to make a mark in this universe that no one else can. And then turn outwards and recognize the equalization of humanity and that everyone has a right to be treated with dignity, love and respect. The holiday of Sukkot is shortly upon us. Now, Sukkot comes directly after we've just touched the innermost part of our souls on Yom Kippur. And its underlying theme is twofold. Firstly, rid yourself of your material pursuits. How? Enter a frail, impermanent structure, a sukkah, for seven days and live in it so that you can learn the impermanence of your physical existence. For what is true is your soul, not your physical reality. And then, in addition, take four disparate items, the citron, the branches of a willow, the myrtle, and a palm branch. Each of them uniquely has a smell and or a taste or neither or both. And then bind them into one entity and shake them in all six directions, north, south, east, west, up and down. Because herein lies the lesson of this paradox we've been discussing. And it's a lesson we need to learn and practice and a lesson that is fundamental to a healthy society. Each and every one of us needs to celebrate their individuality because just like every item of the lulav is not the same, no two people are the same. But to achieve unity, we need to be bound up together. Physical existence is disparate. It's limiting and it's judgmental. When we perceive our world through physical glasses, we will try to negate our individuality and do what society dictates because deep down inside, 
We want to be validated <clears throat> and accepted. But in truth, looking through the spiritual lens, you are validated when you recognize your own self-worth and unique gifts and talents you can offer the world. So, as you shake the lulav this year and you sit in the sukkah, ask yourself, what can I give to the world that is uniquely mine? What can I do to encourage my spouse, my kids and those around me to fulfill their potential? And at the same time, what more can I do to understand that we are all one, bound up in the loving embrace of the one who made us? What can I do to engender more love, dignity and fairness in the world? Singularity unified. The two can and should go hand in hand. Wishing you all a Chag Sameach.